This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk, Hour 2. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Denise Dirks, Todd Cunin, and our producer, Cal Hunter. The phone number is 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-529-7234. I have taken over Denise's job. Yes, my whole job is gone. My whole job. Here it is. Let's, let's, let's practice it. All right, this is Radio Law Talk. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO, Denise. 855 529 Oh, she messed it up. You're fired. That's why I didn't have you. Oh, my gosh. Todd, what do you do? I just set off car alarms. Oh, there you go. That's true. <laughs> hey, this is the 15th of July, 2023, the most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative show on earth. Remember, seek local counsel. Oh, we don't even have to local counsel. Just seek counsel. Uh, we're not giving legal advice. Uh, we're talking about general topics of law. I said too many uhs. Don't ever say uhs is what you're supposed to do, not do in radio and on podcasts. No uhs. If you want to see our, or listen to our podcasts, what you do is go to radiolawtalk.com and all these live shows, what we do is we put them on our podcasts and you can, you can look up any show. The greatest thing about it is it, it goes back, I think, five years and you can type in Johnny Depp or Amber Heard case or anything you want or Bill Cosby case, and it'll take you on our computer to those different shows where we talked about it. So uh, anyway, that's a, an, an excellent job by our computer people to set that up that way, but you can do that. Uh, we're going to we're gonna have a case or no case coming up that Cal's going to try to stump us. Last time, uh, I believe, Denise smoked us and, and won both. We're going to talk about Kevin Costner's latest rulings. Um, it, it's very interesting, and, and I have some comments on it, but we're going to have Denise get a little bit into that. That, uh, in detail, she's a um, a family law attorney. Uh, Aretha Franklin lawsuit over her estate. Oh my gosh, the interesting facts. The, the facts are what's interesting here. Really, one major interesting fact that we're going to discuss: Corey Richens case. Uh, we've been following that case. Uh, with the latest we're going to talk about. Um, boy, that is a bizarre. Um, case in the Heber Valley in Utah, which I have been there. I actually have a cousin who has a place there and a couple lawyers I know that live in the Heber Valley, Utah. Look it up on the Internet. It's one of the prettiest places you've ever seen. It butts up against and is right next to Park City, Utah. Everyone thinks Park City is the most beautiful place. No, uh, Heber Valley next to it is even prettier. So... In the fall colors in September are gorgeous. So we're going to talk about what is going on in this sleepy little small Utah town. But uh, interesting things there. But without further ado, we're here for Case or No Case. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Bertram Charles had a lovely new car, an Audi 8000. 
his neighbor had one that was the very same, which is where Bert got the idea to buy the new rig in the first place. Everything was going along fine until Bert realized he was strapped in way over his head and he couldn't keep up the payments on the Audi 8000. He didn't work anything out with anybody, didn't try to make it work. He just let things go until the repo team came to get his car. On the day they were supposed to come over, he walked up to the local bar to drown his sorrows so he wouldn't be humiliated when the repo man came. And when he came back a couple of hours later, his neighbor's car was gone and his was still <laughs> in the driveway. Well, what a awesome. stroke of luck, he said. His neighbor, Carlos Assis, was upset that Bert hadn't, wasn't there to help keep things straight. And Bert tried to straighten things out with the finance company. They referred him to the repossessing, repossession service. Pardon me. They said, well, we obviously made the error, but we were operating within the law. And that means when we drop the hook, you pay $1,575 just for the drop fee plus storage. And uh, Bert said no, and his neighbor said, yes, you are. So the neighbor went after Bert and the repo company to see if he could get the money from somebody and get his car back. Because every day he waited, the storage charge kept adding up and up mm. and up. So, Fred, your turn. Case That's awesome, Cal. That's a good, one. Yeah, what, what, a good one. Whether you made that up or it's a real case, that is a good scenario. Thank you. All right, here we go. This is de- Okay, ready for this you know, approximate time period? Yes, this was 2020. Mm-hmm. State Indiana, in case you're wondering. What month in 2000? <laughs> what month, day, what hour? What was this before the pandemic shut down or after? Yes, it was before the pandemic shut down. Because so. otherwise they wouldn't have come to got the, to get the car. Yeah. Well, they would have with well, a mask. Well, they would have with masks. Well, he, with masks he wouldn't have been able to go drown his sorrows in a bar. Right, surgical suits. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, they could have a mask and gloves. No, and, and, no I mean, and, him, him yeah. going to drown his sorrows in the bar while they took the car. I don't well, yeah, know, but they, they could have put, put a mask on the car, too. Or they could have just been right outside the bar, sitting out, you know, like on benches. Well, I, yeah, just don't, I just don't know how many bars were open. That's what I'm getting at. I don't know that he could have gone. There were no bars open at that time if it was yeah. post-pandemic. Yeah. But if it was pre-pandemic. pre-pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, you didn't know where there were bars, did you? There were bars open. Yeah. Were there? Not a whole yes. lot. There's one in California that fought the California governor. What's oh, that's right. All, Brother Oliver's. I'll shout out to Brother Oliver's. Yeah. That fought it. That fought him. Can't go to church, but Wasn't you can go to a bar. A guy in Red Bluff said, "Come and shut me down and arrest me." That's right. I yes, think. Sir. Well, I'm just saying that's what I saw on on yeah. TV. Yeah, you I mean the one in Lincoln, right? Oliver's in Lincoln. No, there was. It's, it's in Roseville too. Oh, it's in Roseville. Okay. Yeah, it's it's it's. I've actually been there. Their food's actually quite good. I'm just doing a shout out to Oliver. It's called Oliver's Brother Oliver's. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't. Denise says, "Give me that." <laughs> Shut up. I'm going to shut up. No, because they just went out of business. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah. that's sad. Maybe, I wonder, they might still be in Roseville. Maybe in Lincoln they went out of business. Yeah, um, I don't know. Because they have multiple uh, locations. Fas- locations. Too late for us to save them now. All yeah. right. All right. So, okay, sorry, 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 Gal. Yeah. All right, so let's do this. All right. Uh, first of all, this is a keep up with the Kardashians or keep up with the neighbors thing, right? Yeah. Because he had to get the Audi 8000. Let me tell you, Bert had no liability here with the repo company repo- uh, repoing the, the wrong uh, car. That has nothing to do with Bert. That was the repo company's fault. The fact that his neighbor is suing the repo company and Bert, Bert should be dismissed. I'm going to say this is a case, and Bert wins, um, and and leave it with that. Fair enough. Todd Cunham, what say you on the matter of the displaced Audi? 
So um, I, I I agree with Fred. It really has nothing to do with Burton. It really has nothing to do with the neighbor in terms of the cost, because the the creditor, the the bank, hired the repo guys to go out and do a job, and essentially they didn't do it right. They got the wrong car, and they opened up their client, the bank, to liability. So um, I, this this is no case because I, I think that. Nothing like this would have happened. The repo company ought to be taking the one car back and picking up the other one with a letter of apology and please don't sue us and don't sue the bank. We are very sorry for our mistake. That's the way it should work out. No case. All right. Thank you. Fair enough. Denise, what do you think about this? Um, I think this is kind of a cool idea, but I don't think it would have ever happened. Because they they have to check the VIN number, they have to check the license number, and I just don't think it would happen. So, did you say no case? I said no case. Did you say no case? I said a case. Well, who wins then? Oh, I I, I said Bert. Bert Bert wins, wins. okay. Bert, yeah. Oh, because you think the neighbor sued Bert and Bert wins. No, no, the neighbor, Cal said the neighbor sued the repo company and Bert. Yeah. And so I'm saying the repo company be liable, but Bert's not liable. That's all I got to say is Bert's not liable. Oh, gosh. I agree with Fred. All right. That's the smart one. No, it's actually pretty stupid to agree (laughs) with me. We'll be back after this. Cal's going to let us know uh, the Audi keep up with the neighbors. Who's going to be the winner and the loser in this case? All right. Stay tuned. There's more case or no case. The actual answer is coming up very soon after these brilliant, educated guesses you just heard, and they are that. So that's uh, coming up after we take our first break of this hour on Radio Law Talk. Advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. I had no idea it would destroy my life, but before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now, before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. 
To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. How did that happen? Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at radiolawtalk.com. I-N-F-O. Info. Info at radiolawtalk.com. Dot com. All right, Cal, we're back uh, about the uh, Audi 8000, the neighbor that wanted to keep up with the neighbor and bought one and had a re- they came to repossess it because he wasn't making his payments, and they accidentally took the neighbors. The neighbor sues the, supposedly sues the uh, repo company and the neighbor, uh, whose name is Bert, and uh, the question is, case or no case, and the answer Todd says it's not a case. Denise and I say it's a case, and Bert wins. You know how you have those gut feels, Cal? I don't have a very good feel right now, so go ahead and tell us well, what, uh, the, what the answer is. I don't is. mean to be disrespectful. I never do, but you shouldn't in this case because Denise is, uh, I mean, it's no case. It's no case. It, I mean, so Todd wins. It, yeah, Todd, I just made it up, honestly. I just, oh. It just, you know, it seemed possible, plausible to me that people... You know, would buy the same car as their neighbor. Say, oh, that's really cool. And then they went, oh, actually, I got this scenario from a car dealer friend of mine who sold two F one fifties to neighbors, and one of them ended up back at the bank within a matter of months. So wow. it happens, I guess. That's a you know, nice car. One of the things about the scenario there that I was telling folks during the break, some of our riveting break discussions, yes, yeah. was uh, if 
So if the re- once the repo company was informed that they got the wrong car, they probably have a grace period to return it. But as soon as they conscient- consciously choose to keep a car that they knew they were not entitled to, now it's conversion and theft. And all the uh, all the rightful car owner would have to do is call the police and say, yeah, my car's on that lot. My These guys stolen. took it. They stole it. I need it back. Now, awesome. would that be the bank that would do that at that juncture if it was, in fact, no longer the payee's car, I wonder? Well, you, you mean the repossession? Well, this, the bank finances that they call the repo company. Repo company gets the wrong car, and they keep it. Does the bank call them and say, we want the car back here now? Or does the former guy who didn't make payments call and say, I want the car back here now? Which, no, the, the neighbor can call and say, return my oh, call. The, the neighbor who had <laughs> a car that was not in default says, yes. I want my car back. Right, well, that you so, got the wrong car. Yeah. Look at the license plate. No, but the answer is, I think what Cal's getting to is also, is the bank liable if the repossessing company does something wrong? And my answer would probably be yes, because they're an ostensible agent and an agent of the bank. And there's probably some agreement with the repo company for the company to indemnify the bank. Right. If yes. the repo company is the one that screwed up by getting the wrong car. Yes, so, I so agree. Yeah. Okay. Well, I and then and then the uh, the repo company may owe the storage if the storage is separate from the repo company. That's true. Right. But the most important thing is that it was no case, and I got two points. That's right, Cal. You had you did someone call or no? no? They weren't patient. They didn't give me time to answer okay, the phone. Yeah, no, no. All right, that's right. All right, so uh, Todd is just nailing it with cases. Okay, let's jump right into Kevin Costner's. Kevin Costner and his wife. Now, I didn't really. Kevin Costner has seven children, three separate uh, relationships. About He's been married about 13 years to this wife. He has three children, ages 12, 14, and 16, I believe, from this um, from this marriage, they lived in a very, very nice house. Um, that the was coast. his prior to marriage, right? It was his, and they did have a prenuptial, Denise, and 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 they're going to talk about that. But what was the discussion we had last week? What the judge had to decide, and the judge finally comes down and decides it. Go through that. Well, his um, soon-to-be former wife, she wanted two hundred, a little less than two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month in child support. Um, spousal support's not an issue here because of the prenuptial agreement; it has to be determined to be valid or invalid, depending. And um, Costner wanted to pay fifty thousand a month. He basically was of the position that that's enough money to support these kids. Um, 50000 is a lot. You know, I'm a high earner. I get that. But that's enough to support these kids. And um, I predicted that it was going to be 100000 I figured it was going to be less than what she asked for, but it was going to be more than what Mr. Costner was ready to pay. And so the judge came back, and the judge ordered that Kevin Costner must pay 129000 a month for child support. That was half of what she had requested, but it is almost um, triple what he had uh, offered. So that was kind of a, it's kind of a split the pot kind of a situation. Yeah, which judges do often. They do. And I think it's based more on his income and percentage of time that he has with the children rather than it being um, just based on him being a high earner and can afford whatever. Question for you as a practitioner. Um, in this area, do you think that Costner knew that his request was low, but he offered it, knowing that she was seeking 
250000 a month to give middle ground? Or if he, let's say he had come in and offered to pay 100000 a month. It was, is it a concern that the judge would say, well, if she wants two fifty and he wants 100000 the judge would have split the difference between the toes and to two of those, and now it's 175. Did he intentionally go in low, or? Well, I don't know if he intentionally went in low because I didn't see his numbers. But what I can tell you is that in California, it's based on guideline support. And it's, you have to have reasons to deviate from guideline. So what I imagine is that, um, Mr. Cosner might have been claiming that he had higher percentage of time with the children, or he might have claimed that she was actually able to make money and had used that in his calculations. And the judge just strictly went by the facts. That's what I believe. Well, here's, here's some, a few interesting tidbits. And we, we're going to run out of time. We're going to continue to talk about this after the break. But this is what I found interesting so she asked what 240 240 something i think it was 249 247 247 somewhere yeah well the forensic accountants showed that a hundred thousand of what she was normally spending per month apparently showed some cosmetic procedures worth a hundred thousand dollars so now that that's that's not per month but she had spent that so maybe the judge says okay we're going to knock off a hundred grand and were those cosmetic procedures for the kids well yeah. that's, that's the, the whole point, point. yeah that's so she's the saying point. no that's what he's saying so maybe that's why the judge says oh we'll maybe do a hundred yeah um i i think that has less to do with it i mean he did look at the cost for sure right. and the expenses for the kids but that is for sure there's some very interesting stuff in the decree and some additional things that kevin's going to have to pay we're going to talk about when we come back after the break you are listening to Radio Law Talk on many great stations coast to coast and on RadioLawTalk.com. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. 
and I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. USA News Update. Ukraine has given Russia a win. Troops have withdrawn from the frontline city of Adivka to avoid being surrounded. The battle for that industrial hub has been one of the bloodiest of the two-year war. Meanwhile, Russia trying to develop a nuclear space weapon that would destroy satellites in orbit around the Earth with a massive energy pulse. The technology is being called a nuclear EMP, basically a pulse of electromagnetic energy in highly charged particles that would disrupt satellites that control cell phones, TV, the Internet, just about everything. Former President Donald Trump was very clear about how he feels about the order to pay over $350 million in his New York civil fraud trial, calling it a witch hunt. Corey Myers, USA News. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. That's 800-670-0946. Radio. Why should I advertise on radio? There's nothing to look at. No pictures. Listen, you can do things on radio you couldn't possibly do on TV. That'll be the day. All right, watch this. <clears throat> okay, people, and now when I give you the cue, I want the 700-foot mountain of whipped cream to roll into Lake Michigan, which has been drained and filled with hot chocolate. Then the Royal Canadian Air Force will fly overhead, towing a 10-ton maraschino cherry, which will be dropped into the whipped cream to the cheering of 25,000 extras. All right, cue the mountain. Now, you want to try that on television? Well... You see, radio is a very special medium because it stretches the imagination. Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level.
you pay my fee. I'll take your case. Are, Are you serious? All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. And now let's go back to the show. Here's Fred Penny, Denise Dirks, and Todd Kunin on Radio Law Talk. All right, Kevin Costner Case uh, and his wife. Well, we, we, we just we don't talk about what her name is. It is. Uh, uh, I just had it written down here pretty bad when I... Baumgartner. Christine Baumgartner. Yeah. yeah. 49 years old, and he is... Uh, 68. 68. Uh, he looks great, by the way, for 68. Um, the other thing the courts held is that the judge ordered uh, Coster to pay $200,000 to his wife for her attorney's fees. And not only that, an additional 100000 for forensic costs because they had to f- hire all these forensic accountants to to uh, you know analyze and do this stuff. According to her, she she was kind of more of a uh, I'm going to call more of a stay at home mom, and she doesn't have income coming in. So for her, you know, her attorneys need to be paid, and so does her forensic accountant. And I could see the court saying, "Well, Costner, you got to pay that." So there's another three hundred grand coming out of his pocket. Uh, but we had some great, lively discussions off the air. Uh, Todd and Denise, go through what you guys were talking about. Well, one of the things we were talking about is her financial affairs, right? How is she going to afford to um, keep the kids at the same standard of living that they have been used to? She's going to have to rent something. She probably will not have enough money to buy something in the area in which they live. And one of the things about child support is that it is not a permanent for the rest of the life thing. Um, child support is good until the child becomes 18, um, and graduated high school or 19 and still a full-time high school student. So even if she can um, rent something for, a, you know, a, on a lease for a few years, by the time the last child um, reaches 18 and graduates from high school, that's not going to be any kind of income for her any longer. It's gone. And so she is really in a battle to try to maintain a lifestyle that she's become accustomed to for a very long-term marriage. Um, and, you know, we're going to see what's going to happen with that. Um, Costner was also ordered to pay additional add-ons to child support. And some of the add-ons that were, um, that these, this first was a tentative decision and it did become permanent. Let's make that clear because they did argue the tentative decision and, and the judge stuck with his ruling. But, um, one of the things the court had, uh, ordered is that each of them have to pay one half of the medical, um, dental, orthodontia, those type of things that are not insured. So the co-pays, if you will. And the schooling. And there, well, that's schools. the next thing. Oh, okay. So I'm talking about add-ons that are discretionary and add-ons that are mandatory. Okay. So so the mandatory add-ons are daycare, but they don't have any, and then the um, the uninsured. But the discretionary add-ons were the payment of private schooling and also the extracurricular activities of the children. Um, they can, you know, whatever they do outside of school that is still part of their traditional life, like soccer or, you know, even acting school or tutors or that type of stuff. And so they were both ordered to pay one half of those expenses as well. So that it's very normal for that to happen. And if the parents can afford 
the um, the discretionary add-ons, then the judge usually orders those. Now, now with some of those, my recollection was that originally, when when Costner was offering to pay the fifty-two thousand, and he he was offering to foot the bill for all of the tuition for the school and to cover the medical and to cover all of that, and now she gets. Yeah, half of what she was asking for, essentially, between two and three times what he was offering. But now she is ordered to cover half of that that he was offering to pay for completely. So um, she gets about half of what she was asking for, and her expenses have actually gone up over what Costner had originally offered to pay for. So that's going to eat into whatever she gets. But, yeah, I'm, I'm certain she'll be able to land on her feet. I mean... You know, well, she was a handbag um, a designer, and she did have a. a, a that's very, an odd. That's an odd way to, to odd place to pause. She was a handbag designer. designer. Okay, great, great. Yeah, and she had her own business. She was relatively, you know, lucrative when she met Costner. Um, so she, it's nothing's going to stop her from going back and doing her trade. I, I'd be curious to know if you know she had all those personal assets before she. Um, before she met Costner, if she still has a certain... We, we, we've talked about the fact that the house was his separate property before he married her, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, what, what, if any, separate property does she have or maintain or continue to have based upon assets that she had before they got married? Nobody's really talked about that. I'd be curious to know what's out there for her in terms of her own assets. Yeah, we'd have to see the prenuptial. We've only heard pieces of the prenuptial. We haven't seen it yet. Well, does it? Did we already bring up the fact that it says whoever, if someone brings the lawsuit to challenge the prenup, that person has to pay the attorney's fees if they lose? Yeah, and so we have not brought that up, but that's yeah, a very good point. That's um, and currently, the judge also ordered that... Um, that Costner had advanced fees. He didn't order that he had to pay them completely without any uh, ability to recover. It's just he has to advance fees. I think it was $200,000 for her attorney, and in addition, advance $100,000 for the um, expert forensic accountants that are going to be needed. Now, that was for purposes of attorney's fees and accounting to calculate the child support amount that they didn't agree to. No. No, that's not just limited to that. That was for purposes of um, put giving her an even playing field, because we, on Family Code Section twenty thirty, um, in California, um, it says that to the extent there's a disparity of income between the parties, the court should award attorney fees um, to give them equal playing field, so they both can afford attorneys, so they both can afford. Um, pursuing their their case, but it, right now, one thing what Fred was bringing up though is they're going to. I mean, Costner's attorneys have filed for almost a hundred thousand dollars in attorneys' fees because of the prenuptial agreement issue. The prenuptial agreement doesn't cover child support; it's it's for spousal support and, and division of assets and stuff. And if the judge, I think one of the articles that I read recently was, it looks like the judge is leaning toward saying that the prenuptial agreement is valid. Right. And if that turns out to be valid, even though she has contested it, then that's the hundred thousand year that's the money you're talking about, Fred, right? Which yep. is Yeah, that he could recover that. Okay. But he also potentially could recover what he's been ordered to pay. 
Okay, that's the point I want you to understand. Because the judge didn't just order it. He just said, here's my tentative ruling, and I'm going to have him advance fees. Advancing is different than ordering him to pay. Right. So, so I guess the question I have is the, the amount for forensic costs, for forensic accounting. Was that to calculate, to figure out all of the available assets to determine what the appropriate child support amount was? Or is the forensic accounting accounting procedures that took place, accounting stuff that took place for purposes of the challenge of the prenuptial agreement? Say. I would say both because they have to count if in the event that they lose, they in the event that cost, the court deems that the um, prenuptial agreement is unenforceable, then spousal support becomes at issue. So then you need to have an accountant to determine marital standard of living, and you need to have them be able to determine what spousal support, both temporary and permanent, should be. Uh, 129, I tell you, you ready for this, the bomb to drop? That's not very much, in my opinion, because guess what? They didn't even bring up the nannies. You know they have nannies. You know they have cooks. They have everything. These kids, uh, they have, you know, cleaning people. Uh, and guess what? By the way, here's some statistics. Uh, my, this is generally a statistic. 1.3 million per year, per episode is what Coster makes for Yellowstone. 1.3 million per episode. And his net worth, depending on what, what, what place you look, is approximately 400 million. So, um, you know, he's got, he's got a few bucks and their lifestyle was very high. And right. so, so I'm telling you, 129, no, knowing because I have a Southern California office and I have a place down in SoCal, man, to live in Southern California back where he was, which is not exactly Southern California. It was kind of Northern Southern California. Right. On the beach area. In fact, I looked it up. Kevin Costner's neighbor's house is an old piece of junk, but it's a valuable piece of property. Right next door is for sale for, I think, or was for sale, 200 million. I think something like that. 200 million? Uh, oh, I thought it was, I thought it was less because his house is 145. I thought it was 145, million. but still, it's No, whatever it is. Amount. No, but it's yeah. like because it's 4.6 acres or something like that yeah. right on the beach. So yeah. long story short, that's the type of place they're living in. If you want to rent a place that's worth $100 million, you're in the 100000 a month range. So anyway, we'll be back after this. And woe for these poor people. See you. Stay tuned. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And more of it is coming right up on this station and on RadioLawTalk.com. aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. We all know something big is coming. And that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration, 
irrigation systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, formerly Air Force Lieutenant Colonel, Air National Guard Reservist. I'm looking for veterans, active duty military personnel to join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. She needs your skills, courage, and loyalty more than ever. Contact GCNteam.com. Because of the financial and health care collapse, veterans are currently struggling finding jobs. Frustrated looking for a job? Change your tactics. Join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. Start a health care business with FDI Longevity 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com immediately. We're looking for military specialists who can use a computer and communicate information and execute a battle plan. Join the admirals, Navy SEALs, Marines, pilots, Army officers, military police, sheriffs, police officers, firemen, and first responders already enrolled in the 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com now. FDI Longevity will help you apply your military skills to the task of saving America through health and financial programs. Contact GCNteam.com. Enlist in GCNteam.com and save America. Anyone can fall victim to moving fraud. Know your rights and responsibilities. There was never really a valid contract. Movers must always give written estimates. I was bound to an estimate, but it was after the fact. Be sure that any document is complete before signing it, and that it includes information to determine the final charges. It was a version that I had not seen before. Visit protectyourmove.gov to download a free moving fraud prevention guide. Search for registered movers and view their complaint histories. Move with confidence. Do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's Life Support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill D. Eagles Life Support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life Support is the best complete nutritious meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Radio Law Talk can be heard on RadioLawTalk.com from 9 to noon Pacific Time every Saturday. That's RadioLawTalk.com. Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. So a jury recently held that Aretha Franklin's handwritten will before her death was valid. It was found. Cal, did you read this? Tell the truth. I did, yeah. Okay, yeah, so I'm yeah, not going to yeah, ask yeah. you. I wish I had that. someone that didn't know. 
it was found in the crack of her couch. <laughs> I mean, can you see? Todd's laughing. I know that. I knew you'd laugh. Can you see her sitting there eating popcorn, watching old Star Treks and Gunsmokes, writing this thing out? Oh, let's see. I think I'm going to give it to uh, no, Todd. No. Todd, Todd Keenan. No, let's cross him out. Let's toss that. Okay. And then, and then oh, I'm just going to slide it down here on the side. And sure enough, after all this fight, they are gonna. They found that her will is valid because the family are suing about who gets what of Aretha Franklin's um, estate. Now, does anybody know what the value of her estate was? It wasn't small. No, it was. It was the home was valued at one point one million. Yeah, but they're saying, the, the, but they're saying it's worth a lot more than that. I would think the biggest thing. It's is not worth catalog. very much. I, I, I would think the most, uh, the, the biggest thing would be her catalog. Well, yeah, her music that uh, that her estate is still earning royalties off of. Her overall assets was pegged at four point one million. That is not a lot when no. you consider she started. She started performing at the age of twelve, but she signed on with Columbia Records, and so who owns her actual creative work is. Kind of at issue. So what is that called? It's the Aretha Franklin record, or or what do you call it, Todd, again? The her catalog? Catalog, yeah. yes. Well, it depends on if she wrote it or if it's her performance catalog, because, you know, there are two separate things. She has right. rights to performances, perhaps, but whoever wrote the song has rights to the song. And I know she did write some stuff, too. No, her so. creative works were valued at a nominal $1. Oh, come on. Yes. By whom? Well, I, they think it was undervalued. Well, I don't know who, who values these things when somebody goes through probate. I a don't know. dollar? Wow. Yeah. R-E-S-P-E-C-T alone has got to be worth at least like 20 well, bucks based the residuals, on You would think the residuals would be, you know, worth something. But yeah. she still has to share them with Columbia Records. Well, if she doesn't own them, maybe she doesn't own them. It feels like she doesn't own them. Yeah. yeah. Or she didn't write them. And she doesn't have creative control, something to that effect, right? Now, here's the thing. Now, let's, now, listen to this. This is three days ago. Forbes wrote, Franklin's estate was estimated to be worth approximately $80 million when she passed from her ongoing earnings, passed from ongoing earnings from her music catalog. There it is, royalties and licensing. Though today it is reported to be significantly less. This is from Forbes. That's probably that because since her, since her death, there have been no shortage of people out there saying, give it to me, 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 give it to me. And they want all of that money. Just a little bit. Just a little bit, yes. She had no R-E-S-P-E-C-T. And guess what? Ready for some little trivia? How many number one hits did Aretha Franklin have? Okay, Cal, how many number one hits did Aretha Franklin have? I'll guess four. Four. Go ahead, Denise. 26. 26? Uh, 12. 20. Denise, I was close. Wow. 20 number one hits. So I bet that catalog's worth some money. So uh, I don't know, man. Uh, but anyway, what's going on she, here? She was known as Queen of Soul, and I don't think anybody else can use that expression because it is so unique to her. Right? Right. So there's two, she has two sons, right? She has two sons. Um, Franklin, who else is arguing over the other than the sons? There's a daughter also, wasn't there? I think there are three total kids. No, it was it was like somebody who was controlling the the um um like con- 
like an accountant or something. Yeah, you know? there's a, I guess Ted White the second is what they're teaming up against. So they're, I guess they're all fighting amongst each other. There's. Uh, uh, I don't know. There's uh, there's a number of different people fighting over. But the fact is, the thing that was interesting to me is uh, apparently there's estate managers that have been paying the bills, settling millions in tax debts. She did, she just did it with a will, so yeah. uh, a handwritten will. So tax debts apparently there's like paying. eight million in tax debts. I don't know. And you have to remember, somebody's estate is worth eighty million. That doesn't mean that it's eighty million liquid. No. You know. You know. There's stuff that's got to be paid, and yeah. they'll have to sell something in order to get the money to set to pay the debt. Yeah, there's not there's kids, there's grandkids. Uh, you know, who's going to get the house? Supposedly uh, under a 2014 will, um, Keycal Franklin and grandchildren were going to get the main home in Bloomfield, Illinois, Bloomfield Hills. Um, And that was her daughter and and her daughter's children. Nice area. The older will said, Keycalf and Edward Franklin take the business class and get a certificate of a degree or a degree to get something. You know how they do that? You can only do it if you get a degree, you get money. Or you get married. Yes, certain provisions like that. But what what, ha- what what goes wrong is when you have all these different ones and they all change, constantly change. Uh, I don't know what happened. Why she put a handwritten one. So it was Keycalf Franklin and Edward Franklin were the ones that were arguing that the will found in the couch was valid. They, they were the ones that said the will found in the couch was valid. Because and, it was given him and the, and the other brother, Ted White, the second was the one saying, no, 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 no. The older will is the one that was valid. So Keycalf and Edward Franklin are the ones that have really benefited from this jury verdict because their argument was the couch will is valid. And the jury says, you know, wow. you're right. The couch will is valid. So wow, that's crazy that you do. You do all this estate planning with lawyers. I bet she did a lot because 2014 <laughs> and then the couch, uh, handwritten thing while she's sitting there watching, you know, gun smoke. Uh, I want to, I want to know what else was found in the couch near the will. Was, right. was the remote there? Quarters. W- w- were there like quarters, pennies, some other change, a lost set of keys? Um, you know, crumbs from potato chips, peanuts, some wrappers and stuff. There were three note. Notebooks found underneath the cushion. Three notebooks. How big was this couch? <laughs> I mean, good heavens! Three notebooks found in there. Well, it was from yeah, Bloomfield Hills, which is a really luxurious part of Michigan, if there is such a thing, and there is. So maybe it was a big. Yeah, could have been those big overstuffed ones, Todd. Why don't you? I I just don't get it. With that type of an estate, you don't have a, an estate planning lawyer handling stuff for you. I just don't get it, and and you know, <sighs> I got to take care of my estate. Now you're making me feel guilty. Uh oh. <laughs> you know, my curiosity is what changed. What made her sit decide one night? Bring me a steno pad. I'm going to make some changes and write a new will. I mean, that seems like a rather uh, interesting no. leap from a pre-planned estate into this sort of chaos. Well, That's when you think one. about it, her kids are in their 50s and they hadn't gone to school. They hadn't gotten their business degrees. So maybe she decided to take away that, you know, that provision. Well, look, this this is pure speculation. But Aretha Franklin died of pancreatic cancer. Right. And, um, you know, I, I don't think it was a death of 
they later determined it was pancreatic cancer, but she did not know up until then. I think this was a diagnosed thing. She knew that. And and I, I'd be curious to know if when you peel the onion on this or you wait for the TV movie to come out, because you know, undoubtedly it will, if maybe the lack of interaction with kids while she was suffering from cancer had something to do with that. I, that, that seems to be a common theme in movies and other places, you know, I'm, I'm going to change the will for the kids that were always there when I was suffering. I don't know. There's got to be a story here because that, that is a legitimate question. What is it that causes somebody to do a handwritten change to the will, a material change? And, and then it's found, I mean, maybe it was found in the couch because it happened at or near the time she died. Well, I'll tell you, in 2010, know. she signed a document that made her son Ted uh, the executor of her state. And in 2019, the handwritten version from the 2014 emerged in the couch. Yeah. And it crossed Ted's name out. And put uh, key calf in. So there you go. I want to see how often Ted was visiting Aretha while she was suffering from cancer. We'll be back after this. Uh, Yeah, hour three. Another case or no case. And we're going to get in the Corey Richens murder trial. Well, a lot of good stuff still to come on Radio Law Talk. And hour number three starts at six minutes after on many great local radio stations and always at RadioLawTalk.com. Stay there. We'll be back. Listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system. And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com. Or call us at 818-984-6100, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com.